Top Shelf Fantasy. Two thousand twenty is gonna go down as a terrible year for most people. One of the worst fantasy years ever. Year of A B. The year of A B. Back in action. Maybe. A couple weeks from now. I so A B signs with Tampa. I thought I thought quick. we were gonna go a whole season without talking about A B. Uh, we hope. He wouldn't let us do it though. It was six weeks. It's- it's pretty good for AB. Oh, yeah. I mean, he very rarely stays out of the news for six weeks at a time, so good for him. Last year, we had a, a, a segment, just a AB update. It was the AB watch. Every week since <laughs> August 1st, I think, because it was the helmet thing. Then it was the cleats, and then it was... was the Raiders, and he got cut, and he got moved to the Patriots, and then, then he raped someone. Uh, and then, allegedly, yeah. Allegedly, whatever. and then he, he was sending, like, GTA to, like, or fought the... Moving driver or something. Yeah, like and then like, he was going off on his doctor, and then he was going off on like tangents on social media nonstop. I mean, the guys got a few screws loose. He but maybe he got his, maybe get the help he needed. Yeah, yeah. He sued the Patriots. Apparently, he won. Like, yeah, good for him. Kraft was probably like, "Get out of here! Yeah, you I'll give you a little." <laughs> yeah, I got my own thing going on with uh, <laughs> massage parlors <laughs> in Florida. I can't be too bothered with you, AB. <laughs> He's exonerated for that, actually. Yeah, thank goodness. I mean, he deserved to be. Um, okay, well, topshelffantasy.com, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, topshelffntsy. We have start and sits in a week seven preview coming up. But before that, Scotty. We now have fanny packs on the store. Mm-hmm. Um, one more promo code left, new shelfie, same as last time. Toss it in there, get 20% off. You know, do it with the sweatshirt, coffee mug, fanny pack. Calling it a WAP pack, but for the WAP pack, we'll, we'll talk about that. You guys know what that means. So <laughs> get it while it's hot or wet. Can we do a promo code on like one specific item? Yeah. <laughs> so just the fanny pack. <laughs> the wheels are turning. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, that's uh, that's that's the update on the on the old uh, TSF store there. Fanny packs. <laughs> <laughs> if Dickie doesn't buy a fanny pack, I'm gonna be upset. Uh, it will to. be our number one selling item at some point. Yeah, I mean, has it, to be. honestly, why wouldn't you order a fanny pack? They're the hottest thing in the streets right now. I did see a thing on Twitter. It's like how the fanny pack was a thing, then not, and how it's coming back. I'm like, wow, perfect timing. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, get if, yourself a TSF. If fanny the pack. if the four TSF models are anything, it's trendsetters. So <laughs> this is this is this is truth. This is true. Um, do we want to get into start and sits? Yes, I do. Let's let's do that. So we get our week seven start and sits. I'm gonna I'm going with somebody. So basically, we each highlight a start and sit, right? I'm going with somebody. I think three of us are starting, and uh, I figured I'd just I'd be the one to talk about him. I put him in here last too. Um, Antonio Gibson, who I've knocked the last two uh, weeks. Snaps are low. Uh, overall volumes low. McKissick's getting involved in the in the passing work, but he gets Dallas, and, and, and that's just a goldmine for fantasy points. So it is. Yeah, I called them the NFC Jets in my uh, in my write up as far as defense <laughs> is concerned. <laughs> oh, I mean that defense is horrific. 
it's not good. And you would imagine that Dalton is going to be turning the ball over and looking like just he, he doesn't belong in the NFL. And this should be an Antonio Gibson game, which means in week eight, he might be one of the biggest sell-high candidates of the season. Um, so that is that is my start, my lock. Planting the flag on. That was weak. <laughs> Plant, <but laughs> on Gibson. On Antonio Gibson Go this football. week. I would say start Ryan Fitzpatrick, but... <laughs> He's, your, he's on a buy. They're on too, a buy. So. That's, that's he's well, your, is he your dart throw? He's my dart throw. We'll get we'll get to that later. <laughs> All right, Craig. Getting signed right before the game. For the Cowboys. <laughs> yes. Oh, uh, man. Speaking of planting flags, um, tea time has continued. I don't know why, and I looked this up, and I, I, I wanted to make sure to see if this was an actually okay to start at this point is where we're getting with T. Higgins. But apparently there are 59% of you – in, in Yahoo leagues that are still not starting T Higgins. And I don't quite get it. Cause he's averaging 13.5 fantasy points in the last four weeks. And that's, you know, when he started, um, you know, AJ green did come back. So sure. I, I guess maybe some people are a little bit weary, but I'm not, um, you know, they also face one of the worst defenses for pass coverage. Cleveland's, you know, second um, to last in the league. Uh, I would expect Joe Burrow to get another one of those 50, you know, uh, pass attempt kind of games. And even if AJ green is involved, like you might be worried of T Higgins is still going to get the same amount of work that he has been. Um, so yeah, T T Higgins is my lock. All right. Moving positions. I'm taking a running back PD Jones, the running back y'all, but, uh, Lev Bell has moved to the Kansas city chiefs. And we have a bet going over here on TSF about year long value. And I don't want this to be mistaken. I'm not sold on Lev's year-long value yet, but this week I think the Chiefs showcase their shiny new toy in their offense, and he should be on the field a ton against the Denver Broncos. Now, we saw Denver stop the Patriots running attack last week pretty effectively, but the Patriots aren't the Chiefs on offense. I think we all would agree with that. Uh, CEH probably still going to get a ton of snaps. I don't hate CEH in this matchup either. I think Lev gets a good amount of work in the running game, immediately slots in in a lot of obvious passing downs because he's a way better blocker than CEH at this point in his career. And you're going to see Lev play out of the slot a ton. I think based on opportunity alone, this game is a Lev Bell goldmine. You have to start him. Yeah, and he's the guy that's going to be in the red zone too. Yeah, definitely. Uh, yeah. Um, my start error is the Chargers because I did all my write-ups and notice I have three Chargers for start. So... Uh, <laughs> This has to be like a fifty-eight point. Um, so you're, <laughs> so you're betting on this game. I'm gonna have to. Um, so my starts are Justin Herbert for quarterback, Hunter Henry tight end, and a flux start of Justin Jackson. Uh, focusing on Hunter Henry, I guess he had a off week before the bye week, but he's been one of the more consistent tight ends, like eight to ten points a week, which is boring as shit. But he's yet to have that game, and and I think coming out of a bye week. Um, fully healthy. He's playing over 80% of the snaps. And I think the Jacksonville Jaguars have allowed five touchdowns to the tight end position in six games, which is actually very, very bad. So I just, I just see Henry adding to that total and getting, I don't know if it's first touch, touchdown on the year, but um, his first like big game, like 15 plus points. 
and I'll shoot over to my sit, and that is Big Sexy, uh, Jimmy Garoppolo. I know he had a very good game last week. I think he scored almost 30 points. Um, I mean, I don't really count those little dump-off um, two-yard passes that are pretty much running plays. That's 12 points right there. But um, say what you want to say about revenge games. This is not a, you know, don't start this guy because the Pats, you know, let him go. If Belichick's going to do anything, it's going to just kind of say, you know, let's let's stop this guy because the Pats need to win. That's the thing. They're two and three. They haven't been two and four since 2000, 2001, I think. So they're going to do everything in their power. And if they stop Jimmy, they kind of stop the offense. No Mostert, no Coleman still. McKinnon's a little banged up. So if you just stop him, you start up, you stop the passing game, which is mainly the reason to beat the Pats. And um, I think it's going to just fall on his face. Maybe get benched for the third time. <laughs> yeah, I mean, definitely not a revenge game at all. They traded him, but then they traded him so he could get a huge contract in another year. So I think you're dead on with that take. Oh, yeah. Uh, Tom's got him, too. Yeah, I mean, it's a smart move. I believe uh, Tom called him Jimmy Handsome at some point. (laughs) (laughs) Jimmy Handsome. (laughs) Um, So my sit is also a quarterback. Uh, Really, honestly, the hardest sit I've ever had to make in my my TSF career here. Uh, Usually a weekly start for me, the the love of my life, Ryan Tannehill. Uh, You got to sit him this week. You you can't trot him out there against a Pittsburgh defense. I don't care how good he's looked. Pittsburgh's defense has looked far better. They're forcing opposing teams to throw the ball a ton. A.J. Brown, they say he's healthy, but he's still dinged up. I don't care if he's on the field or not. Corey Davis is coming off a two-week absence because of the COVID. And really, it's going to be a Derrick Henry-focused game, I I would at least assume. I don't think Tannehill is your secret to success in this one if you're the Titans. And as such, it's not your secret to success if you're a fantasy football owner. Play any other quarterback you could probably pick someone else up hopefully you picked up Carson Wentz last night if uh if you're a Tannehill owner that would have been a great pickup for you so find someone else we have plenty of other suggestions for you that you could probably even pick up off your waiver wire yeah and to add on to that too Corey Davis is my sit um and it's exactly kind of what you hinted at he was out for two weeks so he wasn't practicing with the team um and then on top of that they're you know facing probably the worst team that he could come back with um you know, Corey Davis has been an up-and-down player his whole career, but, you know, this year he seems to have a little bit of a resurgence. Um, and I have even a note in here, too. Even if uh, A.J. Brown is out, I still wouldn't expect much out of Corey Davis. Joe Hayden is the guy that's uh, prospective to be covering him, um, and that's, you know, he's a top-20 corner right now. Uh, Pittsburgh Steelers are the best defense in the league. They, you know, have, you know, all the all the top ranks, you know, first in, um, you know, run against – uh, rushing yards, and then um, I think it's fourth in uh, passing work against. So there's there's a lot not not to love about this matchup. I agree with all of it. <laughs> I almost made I almost made Tannehill my sit, and I saw you had him, and I had Jimmy G as my sit, and I'm like, well, Bill Belichick's not going to look foolish to to Jimmy G. But the sit of the week I went with was James Robinson. Um, and he was great at the beginning of the year. Absolutely phenomenal. And really, his end of the uh, week, end of the game stat lines look great. Like his box scores are what they are. But like last week, he's averaging under two yards a carry. I just don't see how the James Robinson story continues to unfold. 
and then mix that in with a very, very talented uh, Chargers defense that's only allowed one rushing touchdown. If he's not going to get a touchdown, which, I mean, right now the stats and history is telling us that that's a very unlikely thing, James Robinson is likely in for an, uh, a sub-10-point week. And I'd much rather that on my bench than in my starting lineup. So <laughs> that's where I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with that one. Um, I do very fully expect the Patriots to just... We'll, we'll talk about it in the Patriots game. <laughs> um, okay, so week seven, we got the Ravens, the Colts, the Dolphins, and uh, the Trash Bags. <laughs> that would be Minnesota. Your Minnesota uh, Vikings, they're just they're all on by like, well, and they're just trading. Well, so so this too. is I guess uh, good to hint at because this is the news for the Minnesota Vikings this week <clears> is that uh, Daniel Hunter, um, their best <clears throat> defensive lineman, has gone on I or I don't know if he's actually fully been placed on IR, but he's going to have surgery, and uh, then they traded Yannick Ngakwe over to the Baltimore Ravens, who is also on a bye, uh, so that covers that bit of news. So their defense, the only thing that was good about it was those two players, and they were already underperforming. That's something that we were hinting at early on the season is that the Vikings are not that great right anymore on, on defense, and it looks like they're giving up. Yeah, this appears to be an admission that they're not that good on defense because they're like, we're not going to win games unless we score 40 points, and we can't do that every week. So punt it, tank for Trevor. What? I don't know. That'll be a tough tank with the Jets in the league. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, the Jets yeah. are having the first the, pick. The Jets got the first pick locked up. I don't know if they're smart enough to take a quarterback, so we'll see what no. happens. There's a very good shot. They go, oh, we'll stick with Darnold. Darnold and trade guy. Away. We're going to go ahead and uh, we're gonna take another running back or wide receiver. Well, you know, we'll sign uh, Adam Gase to all that money. We let's have the number one let's pick just all too. hope they have another general manager and uh, coach at that point. <laughs> Adam Gase picks himself first overall. <laughs> How do you like me now, Ma? I'm becoming a player coach. I'm going out on the field. I'm in a 51 year old rookie. People oh would boy. destroy him. Um, all right, let's let's get off to our first game. I love I love me a good gaze bashing, but uh, eh, f that guy. Uh, Lions Falcons over under a 56, and the Falcons somehow favored. Yeah, I don't. Weren't they favored last week? Yeah, two weeks ago, and I don't like them doing it. Just can't figure it out yet. And I I get it because, like, okay, they returned Julio and they're a new team and they're so good. Matt Ryan threw for four touchdowns. The Lions are better than the Falcons. I don't care. I don't. I don't care. Stupid. I don't like it. Yeah, I mean, it was the same thing that happened to Houston the week after they fired fired Bill O'Brien. They went out and uh, you know played some football that they didn't really care to lose. Um, They won, so that's good for them, but. The Detroit Lions have been, I don't want to say up and coming, but they, they've seemed to you know start to gel a little bit more uh, this year. We'll see what Matt Patricia can do against the Falcons, but I don't expect the Falcons to win at all. So let's, let's just, because there's a lot of moving parts to Detroit right now with Adrian Peterson, DeAndre Swift. I mean, carry-ons erased. They bring in Alex Collins, which I don't think really speaks to anything. But are you starting Swift, and are you starting him with confidence? Yes. Uh, I'm starting Swift, 100%. I think you have to. Confidence yeah. is questionable, but against the Falcons, I think you have to. I what, was actually yeah. debating it, that defense. It's a matchup like, depending confidence. So, yep. so I, I, I'm, I'm in on Swift so much that I was debating sitting Adrian Peterson. However. Then I realized, well, Adrian Peterson's still going to get his work, right? That that's not going to go away, but that also shouldn't deter you away from playing Swift because they're going to run a lot. Like they're they're 
they've done better in one games when they run more. So I think that that's probably where they're going to be headed in that direction, especially with a more athletic guy like Swift and another ground and pound. And that's kind of where Adrian is now is more in between the tackles kind of guy. So that's actually a really good one, two punch. They feed off of each other. Are yeah. you uh, okay? So pick one guy because I am Swift over Adrian Peterson all day. Yeah. I think we all are. Same. Right? Yeah. If you, for some reason have both like Swift easy. If you have one and you have you have one on one team, one on another, sure you can start both of them. Like I have no right. problem with you starting both of them. But if you have to pick one, I wouldn't start both in the same lineup. Is what I'm trying to say. Yeah, no, this yeah. is not a <laughs> Kenny Drake. This is not Kareem, Kareem Hunt, Nick, Nick Chubb. Chubb. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's not that. Mark Ingram, J.K. Dobbins, <laughs> Justice Hill. It's not even uh, Gusset. <laughs> <laughs> um, on the Falcon side, one thing to note: uh, Julio and Ridley healthy. Yeah, no injury designations. That's huge. Same with Gage. Gage, finally good. Uh, Hurst is healthy. He's been healthy, though, so that's good. Gurley so it seems like still their entire has offense right now is healthy. I don't even know about their offensive line, but... Yeah, they're still 1-5. No defense. Look well, at their who, coach is bad. Who needs an offensive line? Just go talk to Carson once. <laughs> no, well, Derek Carr is going to find out this week. Yeah, we will get there. Um, Browns, Bengals. Browns favored by three points. 50.5 over under. Now, does that go down because Mixon yes. is now out? I think so. I think you're going to see it slide news. even further the other direction. Like, Cleveland's going to have to cover more points. Right, right, I mean? right, yeah. right. So, down. Yes, down. Or up. Yeah, so. That's how you look at it. And, and right now, <laughs> Left the, and right. the the line has actually already moved, I, th- I believe. I Craig, I don't know when you put this in here, but Today. this is the spread play of the week by the book burners Cleveland three and a half at minus one Oh five over Cincy. So it's moved half a point. It sounds like since Mixon has been ruled out, which happened later this afternoon, we get the picks after the news. Um, so this is one of those though. I'm not betting it now. I'm waiting until like the minute before kickoff to see if I can get another point or another, just to see. Yeah. Yeah. Then you get fucked the other way. Yeah, then it goes the other <laughs> way, and I'm like, you know, then I, it's gonna be like Cleveland by two, and I'm like, is, do I take the Bengals? <laughs> this is this is a complete trap game. Yeah, this is absolutely 100 percent one of those. I, I would actually, without the, I mean, with the Joe Mixon thing, it changes everything. But I was actually thinking that the Cincinnati Bengals could take this one. Uh, Baker's injured, Landry's injured. Uh, their defense is not really good against the pass, um, and that seems to be one of the main things that Cincinnati is focused on. Austin Hooper's out, too. Yeah, I was just going to say Hooper's one. out. And Hooper's out, yeah. So they still have Njoku over there, correct? So there still could be a chance. N- Hammer Njoku the and the rookie Harrison Bryant. <laughs> Rashad I mean, Higgins, baby. People got like excited, like, oh, this is like a Bryant breakout game. Like, Hooper hasn't done anything. Who's going to say this Bry- that Bryant's going to do something and Njoku? Like, no, don't start a tight end there just because Hooper's out. Yeah, that's it's not a a focal point of their offense, but who I mean, who knows? This game could be all over the place. Baker's still allegedly not full full health. He's getting close to 100%, but not quite there. Landry has broken ribs. Yeah, but, but he's healthy. Higgins, baby. <laughs> I would expect he's your sleeper, right? With with he's this, my sleeper this week. Yeah, with this, I would expect a huge game out of Odell. Um, do we? And I know. We're all on the same page. AJ Green, mm. keep him on the bench. I'm doing if it you still have him in DFS because it's so freaking cheap. DFS, What's I think, yeah. is a good DFS but, is a but, different game. It's around uh, like four thousand, yeah. maybe. 
I he, he's yeah he's like right down yeah. there with those guys. Yeah. Corey wants to play. And stuff. Oh, I want to, but I'm not going to. You can't. You can't. He's had one good game. It wasn't even good. He had a pretty good game. Uh, like, like Higgins, Boyd, those are the guys you look at. In the sorry, T Higgins. You have to be more T. specific. Higgins. There's two Higginses, yes. but T Higgins and uh, Boyd are the guys you should be playing. No, not Drew Sample. <laughs> no. Gio Bernard's a, a, a great play with Mixon though. Oh yeah. Right. Yeah, okay. start him. Yeah, he's a good point. Like Gio Bernard is immediately startable until he gets know how lit up. He is now. He's like 58. Well, he, he came in the league with Lev. Did he? Okay. Yeah. Levin, Eddie Lacy. I feel like he's been in there for like a hundred. Eddie Lacy. Gio did because we made that bet. Me, you, and Striker. He's twenty eight. The better rookie. He's twenty eight. Oh, yeah. Wow. I thought he was like at least. Well, if you look at the picture yeah, now, he's got in young. Too, he's so. he's got the mustache now. Yeah, that's he, the, he, yeah, <laughs> that's what I was picturing. In my I mind. love that stash. <laughs> Um, Steelers Titans, probably the game of the week. Somebody's losing two five and Someone's all teams. Got, oh, I, don't, don't say lose yet. There's, oh, a tie. There, there's already been a tie. There's the tie I we ran. <laughs> I don't. These teams convinced. will not. Listen, it's 2020. Man. It is. Who it's, knows? It's Mike Rabel, piss and vinegar, and Mike Tomlin, the the guy that fights in the street. Class act. So, there's no yes. way there's there's no way that they tie this game. Oh, I mean, if it comes down to it, Vrabel will go for two or something no. crazy. Or just agree, like, all right, coin flip after the first OT, which to do it. Yeah, right. <laughs> Russian roulette. TSF uh, fanny pegs. They, they might do it. <laughs> um, so, Tennessee's favored by a point. Which I the, think it's fair. And the book burners taking the money line at plus 106 on Tennessee. Ooh, I don't know. If, well, okay. So, for those of you sports betting out there. Bet. 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 Yeah, degenerates. It's such a tough bet because the Steelers D has been so good, but we've seen the Titans just shred good defenses because Derrick Henry is a monster. I, if you look at my note here. I, I love that. <laughs> you can read it. So it's Claypool and Juju plus Connor versus the Beast Incarnate Brock Lesnar. Just kidding. It's Derrick Henry, but pretty much the same thing. <laughs> He looks like Mark Henry, the uh, wrestler. <laughs> you, mean, you mean sexual, sexual chocolate? chocolate. Sexual chocolate yeah. Are they related? Do we know? Oh, man. Now, look you know up. what? <laughs> we will look that. We'll look into that for now, you. Now, we have both uh, Tannehill and Davis as sits. Yes. Okay. Yeah, I think, the, like I said in, in my, uh, my sit section or segment, like, the key to success is not Tannehill passing the ball a ton. You can still win this game on the back of Derrick Henry, but it's not going to be Tannehill. And, you know, Tannehill might get lucky and throw a screen pass and Derrick Henry takes it for 52 yards, and then everybody on Twitter is going to tell me to F off. But that how dare I'm still you? not wrong. <laughs> still right. Like, again, Tannehill throwing for 300 yards and four touchdowns is probably far-fetched in this game. Now, personally, I probably think the Steelers take it. I think they have a better overall team in an overall rounded uh, attack attack on both offense and attacking on defense, what they do this year, which is unbelievable that nobody else can figure out the zone blitz scheme they've been running for 30 years. But let's, that's a whole different thing. Uh, but you look at Juju, probably due for a good game. I mean, the Titans don't have the best secondary in the world. Um, Claypool, obviously, is, is a star, is a must-start in, in every single league. And then, with, like we talked about, Corey Davis is not fresh. A.J. Brown's not healthy. Like, John Smith actually is coming off his own ankle injury. I mean, they said he yeah, has no designation he's playing, but right, he's still assert. Yeah, and it killed my dart right, throw though. with Ferksker. Yeah, Ferksker <laughs> is uh, yeah, he's pretty good though. Now Deontay Johnson, 
I believe, was back to back at practice and make play. So if Deontay Johnson plays, I think Juju's a lock in the roster. Are you playing Claypool if you're the Claypool owner? Are you playing Deontay Johnson as the I think Deontay de- Johnson? You, you, you never look back again. I think this is Claypool going so forward. Johnson's a race. Yeah, I'm a yes on Claypool. I don't want to say he's a race. I think Juju's going to be the one <gasps> a race, but I've been saying that all year. Really? Yeah. I think Juju's. So how dare you say like, that about my comeback player? I think Claypool's locked into the the one there, and then it's going to be uh, Deontay versus Juju. Because Juju hasn't done anything all year to make me think like, wow, this guy's a good wide receiver. I just don't know about Johnson, Deontay Johnson this week. That, that's my sure. Thing. I think yeah. he, well, I think long term appeal sucks. is fine, it's but been... he's not a guy I want to play on his first week back he's against a... the Titans, who aren't great, but they're not you know they're not bad. Yeah, he's right. a play design type of player where they need to have a, a suitable matchup for him to go off. He, he likes he likes to run it deep, take those slants. He's a fast guy. He's talking about Johnson, Deontay, Deontay Johnson, right? right. Yeah. Um, I still think the uh, chemistry between Claypool and Juju, like what's going on there, is still up in the air. Uh, what, do you mean, is, what do you mean? You just mean the, the split the, of work. Who's the oh. number one wide receiver? I still think that's up in the air. Yeah, like oh, they're they're not feeding um, off each other like we used to see with AB and Juju. Like one when they were, away when from they were the other. Both like, right. Both of those guys are great. Now Claypool and Juju are not both effective at the same time. Yeah, right. Think, yeah. Yeah. It hasn't been like that for this team for a couple of years. Yeah. Um, Panthers Saints. Panthers sneak out another divisional win. Um, with with all the injuries, yeah, probably. Uh, I am, I'm a million percent betting this line, like seven and a half points. I'll take the Panthers all day long. They're not going to get blown out. It already moved down to seven. That's funny because I put this in at one o'clock. <laughs> yeah, so New Orleans favored at seven points now, like Corey just pointed out, over under a 51 and a half, which that's probably changed as well. But Emmanuel Sanders on the COVID list, NT's out with his hamstring, which means... Yeah, (laughs) big air quotes around (laughs) hamstring there. I mean, the guy jogged off practice holding his cleats. You know, I don't know. My my first reaction is to take my shoes off when my hamstring hurts. So uh, I don't know. I think it's. Ah. (laughs) I think it's. I think it's real interesting. I don't know that they're shopping him. I know they've been having a lot of diva type issues with him down in uh, Nolens, but he could easily be on the way out. I mean, this is this is prime blockbuster trade territory for the NFL. Week six going. I'm sorry. Week seven going into week eight. AJ Green of last year. Anyone remember? Oh, oh no, that's uh, that's Alshon Jeffrey this year. Alshon Jeffrey, yeah. the guy um, that should have been on pup. Boo that man. So I gotta imagine it's the Alvin Kamara Lat Murray show. Has to be. Are you playing Lat Murray as a flex with these wide receivers out? Or are you saying Traquan, Deontay Harris, and, and Jerry Cook will fill just nicely, and Lat's production doesn't change? I'm playing Lat Murray. I'm playing Kamara, but like you said, I'm also playing Traquan Smith and Jared Cook. Okay, so not Deontay Harris. Jared so. Cook is somebody's it's your my, start. Your he was, start. He was my sit before the Emmanuel Sanders COVID thing, which I believe. No, he was your sit. Okay, right. I get you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I started Darren yeah. Fells. I had uh, I had Emmanuel Sanders as a start, and he would have been my start of the week had he not gone on it because. And I'm just going to throw this out there. Like, the correlation of snaps to targets for Emmanuel Sanders is wild. His snaps have significantly decreased since week four. 70% to 50% to 50%. His targets have drastically increased. So So every time he's on the field, he has Drew Brees' eye. 
So he doesn't even need to be on the field that much, which makes me feel comfortable with Sanders once if MT gets back on the field that he's got the eye of Drew Brees. But we'll see what happens because it's still it's still going to be spotty. So, okay. Um, do you get anything you want to say, Scotty, before we move on on this one? Nope. I think it's. I think it's. Uh, get your fanny packs. That's what you want get to say. This, I do want to say this is probably a, a start for a lot of Panther players. Yeah, I, mean, I was gonna get. Oh, yeah, we, we didn't even yeah. talk about the Panthers. Yeah, Teddy, obviously, Mike, Mike yeah, Davis, like uh, Robbie Anderson. I'm still gonna roll out DJ Moore more than likely. Um, Ian, uh, Ian Thomas. Ian Thomas. Probably yeah. not. No. no. <laughs> yeah, no. just the just the main three. Yeah. Yeah. Or four. It's funny. I feel like Numbers. we've been very spotty with our Teddy Bridgewater starts, but we're like, oh yeah, start Robbie, start DJ, start my start, <laughs> start the rest every of receivers, the receivers, but don't throw the quarterback. There. <laughs> don't start the the problem is that he's just not getting all the touchdowns, which is killing his value. But he's throwing the ball almost seventy percent completions, like beautiful. Yeah, there there actually might be a week where Teddy blows up, and especially in two quarterback leagues, he's he'll be a steal. Um, you all right, see the whole league start to wear two gloves. <laughs> Ooh. Couple two trade clubs. Uh Bills Jets. Bills four and two. Jets zero and six. Next. Um <laughs> eleven point favorites, Buffalo. Eleven point <laughs> I don't think you bet on this game. I bet Bills will cover eleven. <laughs> I don't yeah, <laughs> well, I, it's, Miami, I don't know if you did. Like, Miami just ran I, them out of the house and the Bills are better than Miami. I don't want to because I don't want to watch or or have to look at it <laughs> throughout the day. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? I get a lot of fantasy stuff tied up in this game, so I'll be watching anyways. But yeah, not I, happily. Yep, and and it, so one one storyline: the Bills have gotten embarrassed in two back to back games. This is Big Brother beating the shit out of Little Brother. Josh right Allen's now. gonna have two hundred <laughs> yards rushing. He's gonna take the ball by himself. Ah, this fuck is, off, Singletary. This yeah, is my, this is my turn. He just stiff arms Gates <laughs> on the way by. Like this is literally the get right game for the bills. Yep. I mean, you see, you saw Miami do it last week. You saw I mean, just what people do against the jets. They suck. So go beat them to death. Don't pull your starters at any point, score 40 points, run it up on them. It's a division game. You don't know what's going to happen with the rest of the, uh, the division. You could tie the Patriots and dolphins and it could be point differential against uh divisional opponents as a tiebreaker. Mm-hmm. Run it up. Yeah, they have to win. And this could be a massive game for Stephon Diggs too. If, if he's airing it out, and not caring about running the score, which I don't think they care. No. And we might even see John Brown again. He's out. Yeah, he's he's completely out. Well, John not Brown. this week. I mean, but week eight. As Scotty was talking about. I know I did. Cole Beasley time. Yeah, John Brown and Dawson Knox both out. So it's Cole Beasley. Gabriel Davis is a good uh, little TSF dart fan dart throw. Yep. And um, <laughs> that other guy there. Singleter. I mean, he should probably catch yeah, some passes. Right. Zach Moss actually is probably a good play in this game. Just to, if they take Singletary out to keep him healthy, Zach Moss could go hammer some stuff through on the goal line. As far as the Jets, flex, yeah, yeah, I don't know. Crowder, what's his injury? Limited so, in practice. Limited, but, limited, questionable, and so I haven't seen his Friday. Sam update. Darnold is back. They are going to play him, right? But the whole thing with like Crowder, like, oh, he's questionable. Like, it, are they shopping him too? Like, at this point, he'd be he would love to go to a team that be you know. I can catch passes. That, like b- bring me somewhere. He's a great receiver and he's been on the Redskins and the Jets. Like when the Redskins were pissed. <laughs> like if you could put him on any team with a quarterback, throw him at the Saints. They they get a good spot for him right now. I don't now. know, man. I mean, he's getting 
He, he hasn't gotten less than double digit targets. Oh, oh no, no, his value is fine, but I'm talking about him. Like he probably wants yeah. to win oh, a game. Like, oh, him career. as a person, as a human being. Oh, no, you're yeah. my, you're just a fantasy thing. He might want to win a game in his career. I don't know. I just, Bring him to so the Patriots. You're yeah. you're only starting Crowder on the Jets side. Yeah, uh, right, right. Um, Would you start? No, nope. Frank Gore. No, or any of <laughs> no, the running no. backs. No, even with how bad bad, uh, bad the Bills looked last week against the pass. No, because I mean against the run. They, they use Gore. P. Ryan's their starter, and they use Ty Johnson. Okay, I, just um, want, I, I, I wouldn't either. I just wanted to yeah. ask the question. And and this is and one of the reasons that I actually Crowder's a sit of mine this week because I don't think the Bills are going to let the Jets do anything. Like they're going to be pissed, embarrassed that they just got pissed and embarrassed. And again, it's. Easy pick them. You know, it's it's yeah. uh, I gotta, shooting fish in a barrel. I got to say this might. Craig needs to talk about Denzel Mims. No, so that, this <laughs> might. No, I'm not. I want him to, though. Believe me, I I, 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 uh, I like the player, but uh, I'm also supposed to give good advice. <laughs> um, the This might be the game that Adam Gase gets fired. <gasps> bum, bum, bum. Because it's a divisional game. Why? Why? Craig breaking news. Here's here's, I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna have some issues with it. I called the other two coaches the game before. That's true. I I have done that. He's accurate. Craig's the coach killer. The coach killer. I just why would you wait this long? Because they're the Jets. I don't know. Well, here's the thing. If he doesn't get fired this week against the Jets, next week he has the Chiefs. Then he has the Patriots. Then he has the Chargers. So there's not a lot of winnable games in there for the old jet skis. Oh, yeah. That graphic came up on like the Thursday night football game that they had played, and everyone knew they weren't going to win. Ugh. I um, really hope he's on the team when the Chiefs play the Jets, just so Lev Bell can they go could, off. They could go 0-16. I'm they might the rest start of their schedule. quarterback that week. <laughs> just do your thing. Get your revenge game out of the way. Go stiff arm gates. <laughs> Chiefs, Tats, Chargers, Dolphins again, Raiders, Seahawks, Rams, Browns, Pats again. So he could There's not a lot of winnable games in there. Any right. week, Craig's killing. Craig's Craig's taking Gase out this week. I like it. Somebody's got to do it. Sharpshooter, you can you. do it. It's fine. Um, all right, I find the sharpshooter. They got Danny Jones last night. He he ran too fast. That's what it was. <clears throat> the twenty, it's a the like twenty-one Craig trying to turn third base. <laughs> Actually, a, a handful of it. Jeff's done it. I've done it. Tully's done it. I'll get shot in the hip trying to <laughs> round third base. Um, all right, Cowboys uh, football team. Um, and it, it was hilarious. In our dock, we'll put our starting sits in. Every single one of us put the Washington Redskins. <laughs> and I had to go back and change it to the Washington football team. Oh, yeah. Um, 40, 46 and a half over under. Dallas is favored by a point. From a yeah. betting perspective... Yeah, I mean the money's probably just betting that the the football team's gonna win. How do we feel about the Dallas pass catchers? I'm very very scared. I actually Nervous. have uh, CD Lamb as my sit yep. this I've, week, and it's nothing to do with CD. I just had to pick. A, I had to pick a receiver out of the Dallas core because Andy Dalton looked so bad last week. If he even looked halfway decent, I probably wouldn't have sat him. But I first of all don't know who to trust in that offense. I don't know who's gonna catch his eye week in and week out. Yet we need more time to even really be able to decipher that and on top of that right now the only thing that looks like it's catching his eye is sacks and the uh, ground five yards in front of him <laughs> so not somebody i want to buy into in any in any game really but especially against washington who has looked fine on defense they've actually looked right. very good yeah on D. yeah they're fourth in the league against the pass so this is not what you're looking <laughs> so for for andy Dalton. pretty good 
Yeah, this is this some is, would say pretty good. This is a scary little outcome. Um, Washington side. I mean, it's Gibson, Gibby. Are you playing Terry? I mean, you kind of have to, right? You, yep, you have to. Yeah, he's been involved a lot, so it's, it's against Dallas too. He, right. I think it's an easy start. Um. Okay. Well, I think that's uh that's it. Zeke obviously a start. Packers Texans. 57 and a half over under Green Bay favored by three. And this is another book burner pick. I need to find it. But I'm not going to say Texans are worth the Packers. <laughs> no, Green Bay it is the lock of the week. So you take the Green Bay uh, three and a half point favorite minus 110 over Houston for the lock of the week. Okay, so they're going over. Yeah. The three point. All right, cool. say the Packers like, beat them by yeah. like Like that a lot. Yeah. yeah, I mean, the, I honestly do think the Texans are probably one of the better one in five teams that we have seen in a while. Right. But I think the Packers fully overmatched them. In uh, very similar to the Bills getting embarrassed last week, the Packers got embarrassed last week, and you don't see Aaron Rodgers get embarrassed two weeks in a row all too, all too often. So I'd look for a big game if Tunyon stays healthy, and the Funyuns. Tunyons. Well, if he if he stays healthy, Aaron Jones is is healthy. Um, then they're gonna. Do a pretty good job getting over that three point over under. I mean, a uh, three point lead. So let, let's let's. This is this spread. is probably spread. Yeah, the spread. Um, and what's actually funny, this spread has gone up since you put it in at one o'clock. And Aaron Jones has since gotten the questionable tag, which you'd think three point five now. A little bit, yeah. Now it's three point five. Um, sorry, were you saying? Did you no, I was something? just gonna say you were correcting me on the betting lingo, which I thought <laughs> was funny. Um, I'm getting I'm getting used to it now that I'm a degenerate. I've gone to the dark side. I've I've, I've, I've gone. Oh that. yeah, what'd you bet last week that Ryan uh, Fitzpatrick was going to run run two touchdowns in? <laughs> so so advice to everyone: ask your question first, then place the bet instead of just placing the bet, bet for your favorite players to do well. Um, this is this is big one. Aaron Jones suffered what they're. What they're calling a minor calf strain, and that's something that I said, a minor, I don't know what that really means and how you can diagnose it as that. If you have a calf strain, your calf is strained, and it's hard to walk and run. Yeah. Whether it's minor or major or in between, good luck to play professional football at a high level. Well, I, you, you, you I think he a, sits. You stick a needle in I there do and too. you won't feel it. The thing is, if you stick a needle in there and he doesn't feel it and he runs on it, he's going to do irreparable damage to his calf. And the uh, next week's going to be even worse. I'm yeah. pretty sure they've done worse. Oh, I, they check out just, Tyrod Taylor's I was rib. just going to say. Yeah. <laughs> oh, sorry. The news came out. Tyrod Taylor. Yes, Tyrod Taylor. Yes. And this is how we got Tunyon's pronunciation correct as well. <laughs> um, if he sits, is Jamal Williams yes. or A.J. Dillon the start? I think oh. Jamal's hands Jamal. down. Yeah, I, I think agree. they use Joel. Oh, Corey wow. wants a Dylan. <laughs> I, I don't think it's Dylan as the start, but I think Dylan has the better game than Jamal Williams. Okay. I'll take a shot Jamal on that if you guys so want to do that. Jamal Williams has been much of their pass catching back, and with all these other pass weapons out, I would expect him to have a pretty good game. Um, if if Jones is you know hurt, um, but you want a shotgun bet yeah. Williams and Dylan? If Jones sits, we do Williams versus Dylan overall point scored. All right, cool. You done with that? I'm Joe. Down. I'm the only with one with Dylan. That. It's three. It's three nah. versus. It's three verse one. It's gonna be a crowded shotgun on Monday, boys. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, and then the pass catcher. So Craig, you're talking about Tunyon being hurt. Are you starting him, even if he goes in questionable? Yes. 
Yeah, there's not much else okay. that I would. He is trying to get two guys involved, right? And he can't force it to Devonte Adams like we saw last week. Like it's just something from tape that you can learn that you're not going to be able to do again. So they're going to have to use multiple, multiple guys, and I think that's something that's going to be able to do against Houston, where they have a lot of problems on defense. Um, they're you know worse in the league against the pass. I do think um, that's going to help him with Devonte Adams. Though, if you're an Adams owner, you're obviously starting him, but sorry, he should were, have a much bigger week. We're, we're worse in the league against the run, sorry, but they're mid pack. I mean, I just don't think Gary and Conley is going to lock up Devonte Adams for a full game, and then Tunyon's going to be free to fly on the other side against who? I don't even know who their second corner is. The Tuns. Well, yeah, I don't know. Jonathan Joseph. He's like forty-two. That's old. The Tunyons. He, well, the problem for, for Jonathan Joseph is that he has to play defense and operate his walker at the same time. Yes, <laughs> 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 I was going to make a serious point. This, it's uh, <laughs> not an easy one. Uh, the Houston side. Yeah, I and, actually like a lot of these players. Yeah, I was going to say, and I think Scotty and I both have to eat some crow at some point because we said, oh, Brandon Cooks will never put back-to-back good games. It's happening. You're wrong. <laughs> I'm starting him this week. It's yeah, happening. It's happening. I have him, it I have him in my starting it's set. It's happening. But, yeah, no, I mean, you Cooks, Fuller. I'm starting Darren Fells. Even if Akins is back, I think he is back. Um, I still want Fells. He's caught almost every ball Fels thrown his way on this year. fire in the last two weeks. And he's in the red zone. He's going to be a tight end one. Even last year, um, he, he did the same thing with with Watson. He was, he was feeling himself, especially in the red zone. And, honestly, this year he's not. He has two targets that he has not converted to catches, and that's it. That's a great year for a tight end, and that's a comfort blanket for Deshaun Watson when he rolls out. Fells knows where to be. It sounds like Atkins might miss Sunday again, so it's huge. Yeah, I yeah, saw that he was good. trending positively, and now he's still questionable, so. Sit, sit, he's sit. iffy. Iffy. That's the headline. He's iffy. Iffy lube. The thing is, is if, they could just, if they just pick one tight end, they will be really, really good. For fantasy right. football. Because between the two of them, they might have like top three tight end numbers. Well, you remember mm-hmm. back in the days when uh, Ryan Griffin was there, and he would put up like an occasional great game. Right, and that like, was the third one. Yeah. It's like, just pick one. Back in the day, I'm pretty sure that was like last year. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I, mean, I think it might have been two years ago. I think it was with the Jets last year. But yeah, same uh, thing. It wasn't that, that long ago. That is correct. That is correct. Spanish Armada. Oh, so you're saying Ryan Griffin was good, went to the Jets, Adam Gase caught him. Oh, it never happens every single He's still week. there. He's still the Jets. Oh, right. yeah. We, so we, we talked about way too long about Ryan Griffin, and I'm, yeah. I'm sorry for the <laughs> listeners out there. <laughs> um, yeah, so Bucks, Bucks Raiders. The Coves. Yeah, what is, Coves. It, is this game getting so canceled? Is it, I, yeah, and I don't know why it says N.A. COVID because so it hasn't been canceled there's, yet. No, no, no. N.A. meaning there's no betting line because of the COVID. <clears throat> Because oh, okay. the Coves, they're they just don't like, want they they don't have a they don't have a line. No one's they're not taking bets on this game. It just right says now. off, like Bucks gotcha. are gonna. Yes, roll this. so they got pushed from Sunday night to Sunday afternoon, just in case it gets pushed to Monday or Tuesday that they can still have a Sunday night game. Right. Ah, uh, okay, makes sense. Um, okay. Well, the Bucks signed AB. That they did does not impact this week at all, or next next week. two weeks. Yeah. yeah. Or next two weeks, so he's eligible to come back in week nine. Yes, sir. Yes, he'd be eligible week now, nine. I don't know if he can practice though, so I wouldn't. I wouldn't be surprised too if he also sat week nine. We'll, we will. Uh, we will keep an AB watch. The thing is, you saw him come off the street to play for the Patriots in the first week, so <laughs> he'll four, pick it up quickly. He's four receptions so, and a so, touchdown but, okay, in the first but, quarter. So here's the thing, right? We we have now seen that. 
Godwin and, and, and Evans are going to have a hard time being on, on the field at the same time. Now you're going to add a third piece into that. And, and this is really about week seven, but if you had to guess on, I mean, Scotty and Dynasty, you have both of these guys. Yes. You, ha- you have to play both of them because of how deep it is, but if you have both of them on a redraft, would you pick one or the other or would you still throw out both of them? Like when AB gets there? Or no, like, like for, for week, week seven. seven for um, week seven. I'm doing both still. Yep. Okay. I would still do both because they've, hit, they've played, what, two like two games, one and a half games together. And last week they were up by so much they didn't have to pass a lot. So I do want to see one week, both of them fully healthy, Tom Brady th- throwing the ball over 20 times. And then after that I can kind of say, all right, if Mike Evans starts, you know, getting the TDs again, getting the yardage, and Godwin becomes like, you know, not an afterthought, but the second one there. When A.B. gets there, I'm starting Evans over Godwin and A.B. But it just sucks he went to the Bucks. I mean, for Brady, it's freaking awesome. But if I'm Evans and Godwin there, I'm looking at myself being like, what the hell is wrong with us? Like, we are two Pro Bowl fucking receivers. And it sounds like Tom Brady has been not whining, but like, pushing like hey like sign a b sign a b for eight weeks and so if i'm evans or godwin i'm pissed i still think there's a lot of upside even for evans and godwin if a b comes in i think i mean tyler johnson's gone like scotty miller's gone just sit down you're not playing but you can easily do evans and a b outside with chris godwin in the in the middle in the slot if you're running three wide receiver sets it's tough when you want to run two wide receiver sets obviously but so who cares? Like you, there's still plenty of passes to go around if you're going to run three wide receivers. So that's to your point. This is actually what Bruce Arians was running with the Arizona Cardinals when he was the coach there. Is a lot of three wide receiver sets, and they weren't doing that as much, and they've been running more with you know Ronald Jones and everything because there was all those injuries. Scotty Miller wasn't you know playing up to par what what Tom Brady wants in that area. So I wouldn't be surprised if this is a like three wide set 80% of the game and they're going to be passing a lot more. Like I can see an entire change in philosophy with adding Antonio Brown. I'm not sure how much it really does affect the fantasy value of of the players. I, I think I think maybe there's I, I I see the potential of it being over the top. More them getting more work. Hey, you know what? A.B. and Evans outside will trade you Julian Edelman for Chris Godwin straight up, and then, you know, we're good. Oh, yeah. Oh, actually, no, deal. The pass catchers to the Pats suck. I don't want to go in a rod there. I was sick of watching Godwin to the Eagles. Yeah. Ooh. Sweet. Imagine. Yeah, but they can't get Julian Edelman to feel. <laughs> we'll just give him to you at this point. Um, Sad. This hurts Jones's stock as well, right? And, There's only so many. And Lemon Fournette's. Also fully healthy at practice now. So he's coming back playing this week. Are you playing him, though? I'm not playing Fournette. But but I would still play Jones yep. based off of what I've seen the last two weeks. Yes. Last yeah, and I think, weeks. I think that could easily burn you, but I'm still not I'm not going to play Fournette. I have him in multiple leagues, and you just you can't play. You need to see him go out and see what his role is going to be. If he's on my bench and he puts up 18 points, I'm like, all right, sweet. Yeah. I'll start him next week. Exactly. I'm not... I'm not it's, it it's way, way, way too risky for him to go out and you and you put him in your lineup and he scores zero. He or just or he doesn't play because he's right. a freaking decoy again. <laughs> uh, Raiders side of the ball. I mean, this one's pretty quick. It's Jacobs. It's Rugs. So Jacobs has no it's line. Uh, yeah, I'm so scared about <laughs> so, Jacobs this week because he has literally all backups on his offensive I line. I am extremely scared of it. I'm not sitting him. 
but I would not expect much because you're right. The entire offensive line is sitting and on top of the fact they're playing Tampa Bay. <laughs> like those guys are houses. On, just, they on just the locked defense. up Aaron Jones and he actually had offensive linemen. It's going to be nuts. I wrote in the notes, go down easy, Josh Jacobs. Don't fight it. Just, just lean into it. Take the first hit and go down. Don't get hurt. In a sense, I might want them to just Yeah, I'm still starting like that, though. <laughs> yeah, still, yeah, you, He's, you know. like, almost impossible to sit, but if you had, I don't know, a 10-team league, you might be able to find a way to finagle your roster around it and make it happen. A kid was telling me today, he had Derrick Henry, Josh Jacobs, Lev Bell. I was like, I would just start the two and then play a, a sit Jacobs and then play a wide receiver in your flex. Did not realize his entire offensive line in COVID. The, COVID the entire line, yep. I just canceled my trade to Craig. <laughs> In what league uh, was that trade? The Red Dog League. Ah, oh, son of a bitch. Are you trying to trade Jacobs? I'll take him off your hands. I, I wasn't backs. trying to trade Jacobs. What was the deal, just just so I can know? It was uh, Kenny Drake, Chase Edmonds, and uh, Jarvis Landry for Hollywood and Jacobs. Oh, I would probably would have declined that anyway. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> now you can't accept it. I don't have to deal with that dog shit. Um, Henry Ruggs is a play. Darren Waller is a play, though. Yes. Streaming a quarterback, Derek Carr. No. Okay. <laughs> um, right. I actually would like uh, Waller to be a, a top three tight end this week. I think Waller owners would like that too. Uh, Chiefs Broncos. Chiefs five and <laughs> I one. Broncos I mean, I, th- two I think that's gonna happen. <laughs> gotcha. <clears throat> uh, over under forty five and a half. KC favored by nine. Lev making his debut. There's a long write-up about Sammy Watkins in here. The lizard. He's not human, but he's uh, often hurt. I think I might be like a solar-powered <laughs> lizard or something. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, week one, Sammy's probably not going to play, according to Andy Reid. It's just whatever. We'll see what happens. I don't trust Andy Reid as far as I can throw him, which would not be very far. <laughs> Try it's lifting uh, him off the ground. Boy. Uh, I liked your other metaphor in here. He's as reliable <laughs> as a paper umbrella. Yeah, that was... Uh, I don't know where I heard that. <laughs> Took it right from something. Uh, it's it's now odd week, Sammy. He plays every other week just on odd weeks. Um, Noel Fant's going to be back. Melvin should play, which is odd because we were kind of talking about this earlier. Like a DOI was an automatic three games written in by the CBA. And the Broncos are like, yeah. No. I'm just like just curious if he'll, if he'll get some details on it. Like, was he like a .0? I don't know if the legal limit is out in Colorado, but if he's like a .09, like – like, all right, so you had, like, a beer at dinner and, like, you didn't eat enough. Like, let's just not worry about it all too much. I don't know. I haven't, I'm, I'm guessing. But, like, it doesn't seem like it was, like, an egregious thing where he was going 200 miles an hour over the speed limit and he was faded out of his skull and he was right. swerving left and right. It could have just been, like, your bum rap DUI. So, so I also have seen in the past, too, that... Uh, we we, we don't condone of, drinking and driving. No, yes. don't do that. No, but <laughs> when Lev Bell and the Garrett Blunt actually got caught uh, smoking in their car when they were both playing with the Steelers, they actually didn't suspend them until the following season. It was, it was actually, I think, training camp of the year prior. So they may actually make that suspension next year. Well, and, and even with your charge of a DUI he's not he hasn't gone to court yet it wouldn't happen immediately he would be released on his own recognizance he'd have to go to trial like months later it, this could happen in playoff time and he could get suspended yeah and and one of the reasons I think it's good to talk about this is because he makes this offense a lot better which means Noah Fant him being back on the field 
Judy on the field. I mean, Hamler's healthy. Tim Patrick's been a monster. Having a, a presence on the ground should only make these pass catchers better. Are you playing all of them? Minus Hamler, Fant, Judy, Tim Patrick, Melvin Gordon. All four of those guys are in starting lineups. Sure. They kind of have to be, yes. right? Yes. And, I mean, I, I would even be looking at Phil Lindsay after the week he had last week against the Patriots. I don't think I'd start him, but he's someone to keep an eye on. If he has – if the team looks at what he did last week against the Pats and says, maybe we should do more of a split. They did uh, – the first game that of the year, when Lindsay was healthy, they, they did include Lindsay a lot. I think he had 30% of snaps. Yeah, and I think it could easily go back to that or even more – even closer to 50-50, so – if it's a 60-40 split, that hurts both running back values. Not to mention, too, Royce Freeman did okay, okay with what he worked with. I hate Royce Freeman. <laughs> you stop it. <laughs> it I thought Royce Freeman was going to be no, so it, good. It did happen. It did happen. He did do okay. Um, Chiefs will be playing both Lev and CEH. They're yeah. both starts for us. Tyreek's an obvious start. Kelsey's an obvious start. Mahomes. Demarcus Robinson, do you start him? No, it's still hard. I, I, <laughs> no, I, no. I don't. Denver's defense is actually pretty good, and I, it, it, with what you've seen, how many snaps he's played, would you say it was the most snaps on the team? Yes, it was. Yeah, he, he, he was the most he's snaps on the, the team. Most wide receiver snaps, yeah. and then he's not going to do that against a better defense than the ones he's been playing. Well, his snap share, his he may have the most snaps on the team. He's done the least amount with them. I mean, Sammy's been more productive. Meikle has been most more inefficient. Yeah. Um. Okay, so we've been going through these matchups, kind of going both sides of the ball, start, start, whatever. New England 49ers, tell me any player you're going to start in this game because I, 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 I'm, I'll I'm, i start Cam. He's my, he's my start of the week. Kittle, you have to start. I see. You have, I'm to, not you have to start sure. Kittle. He's a, he's a superstar. I'll tell you why. Not sure about Kittle? I'm not sure. I'll tell you why. Remember when they shut down Darren Waller? Yeah. They, they completely yeah. erased him. Um, this team does have great safeties, and their linebackers are, you know, seemingly, you know, okay at coverage. Um, not great run stoppers, but I there's a there's a there's a world where Kittle does not do well. Yeah, I I completely agree with you. You it play could, it could happen, but you're Still not going to start. You're you're, you're starting. You're not going to yeah. have George Kittle and then take him out of your lineup and go pick up Jared Darren and Fels put him instead. in. Darren <laughs> like it, you're just not going to do it. Um, I'm going to play Jermichael Hasty in this. I don't want to do it, but I'm going to do it. I mean, I watched. Right I watched Philip and Lindsay gash them last week, and they did not. They did not slow him down. If Hasey's going to be out there for the Niners, who love to run, I feel like I have to play him. Okay. Yeah, just uh, Kittle for me, and can't. Sorry, I just yawned. Uh, not Jimmy G. What about it's Debo? A, I, I mean, that was just, what I was just going to ask. That's a very close. One. So, I'm just so sitting Tim Patrick they, just beat them to bits. If they continue to yeah, do but, what they did last week too with Debo and just get him involved in 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 uh, different ways. Uh, how they had, you know, just, you know, those dump off passes right in front, you know, they were playing the Rams and there was good corners there as well. Uh, there's a world where, where Debo actually has a pretty good game too. Is Drew Locke better than Jimmy G? I wouldn't go there yet. Yeah. Yeah. I just want to ask the question. The, the, potential, the potential is very much there, but not He's yet. very good at getting his, his kicker in a range to kick field goals. <laughs> 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 Let's put it at that. They, call they're, that by the way. they're missing Cortland Sutton. Yes. Um, oh, it sucks. I, I and this is this is something I I Bill Belichick is not going to let Jimmy G beat the Patriots after trading him and letting him go and all that scrutiny. 
Bill Belichick will be fine losing this game as long as it's to the hands of Jamichael Hasty or McKinnon. Yeah, watch him play like Jimmy G. Three deep man prevent defense. <laughs> <laughs> right, exactly. Yeah, try to throw it, pal. <laughs> um, all right, our next matchup: Jags Chargers four and nine and a half over under. Chargers favored seven and a half. DJ Shark shed the injury um, designation, which I believe was questionable, which would make sense on a Thursday. Justin Jackson is a full participant. Um, so it sounds like both offenses are fully healthy. Craig, you had the entire – Scotty, you had the entire Chargers offense as a start. Yes, so start everyone because Herbert's throwing for five touchdowns. The running backs are running for 200 yards each. Yes. Oh. <laughs> no. Yeah, no, that's this the thing. week. <laughs> the, the, the view on this team could have cooled just based on the buy, and I feel like I can even feel it now, but we were so heavy – in favor of this team going into their bye. Like Michael Williams came back and he had that monster game with the two touchdowns. Like Herbert played his ass off in that game. And it was notably like, uh, he looked like a veteran. Like this, this team is, was not in your eye last week. And a lot of news has gone on, but remember how good the chargers were. Oh yeah. And they, they look bad because they're one and four, but every game they've lost is like, yeah, three points. It's five been points. within like, three points. Like it's yep. That's what the Chargers do. It's <laughs> it's just terrible to see them. I mean, they're the best one and four team in the league, but by a large margin. But I think I have Mike Williams as my sleeper this week because I I looked him up and nobody is starting him. It's like twenty something percent. Well, yeah, twenty eight percent started with a bye week too. You know, people just they forget get off of him. Don't the, forget the the one thing I will say about Williams: is all of his production came when Allen was out. A hundred percent. And I, I actually think that's a huge factor, but I do think that there's something that goes off in uh, Herbert's head and he says, okay, well, when I'm in trouble, I don't have to just force it to Keenan Allen. I, I have another guy that can go up and get a ball. And Mike Williams is a go and get it guy. Okay, I mean, two's better than one, right? Hey, two yes. trade onions, you yeah, know? A couple, couple two trays. <laughs> um, on the Jags side, we talk about Claypool taking over Juju. Is Chanel taking over? I mean, DJ Shark has been injured quite often, but I feel like DJ Shark still hasn't had that blow-up game yet. No, he's had a couple of like 12, like 15s, and then he's given you zero and sat and had like three. And it stinks, but like you're going to play him when he's healthy. I don't think LaVisca's a threat to him at this point. I think LaVisca's more of a threat to Keelan Cole. Yeah. And I think Keelan Cole loses a lot of production when DJ Shark is healthy on the field. But at this point, I think your starts are still Shark and Cole, and it's maybe a LaVisca dart throw just to see if he grabs a touchdown on a gadgety play. But he's not super involved as a pure wide receiver pass catcher. He's getting involved in different ways at different positions. So to answer your question, no. I I will take that back. He blew up in week four. Okay. Yeah, he yeah, had nine, two 100, 100 yards and two TDs. That's all right. Other than that, other than that very, very quiet. Um. Yeah, and and I would agree with that. Um. I'm sitting Robinson, so I'm just noting that again. Yeah, I think you're right to do that. I mean, the the production last week and the week before was minimal. He saved it with a touchdown, and you you look at the fantasy output, and you're like, okay, well, he had like 13 points. So yeah, but you take that touchdown away, and he had a terrible day. Right. Okay. Seahawks Cardinals. This should be a fun game. Yes, the Sunday night game mm-hmm. over under 55 and a half. Seattle favored by three. But Hopkins dealing with an injury, so I'll be so Craig pissed if he doesn't and, go. Craig and Corey, you guys both had him at, at Kirk as a start last week, I believe. 
Scotty, well, did you have Kirk involved well, as well? No, I think he was a sleeper of someone's. Yeah, I so yeah, I, I had him me. as a sleeper. Well, well I don't think oh, I no, had him you had anything. him as a sleeper. Someone had him as a sleeper. I had him at a start. I'll look it up. I have it right um, now. I don't know why I'm guessing when I can just look it up. And this week, I think I did it again. Um, I'm starting Kirk again. So, so that's what I was just going to say, is that regardless if Hawkins is healthy or not healthy, do we feel like we can start Kirk with Hawkins on the field? Yes. That's what I actually bank it on. Um, I would really rather Hopkins be playing uh, for Kirk to have a better game. Okay, well, that was it. that's what I was saying. Is is Kirk now a weekly starter with DeAndre Hopkins on the field? Yes. So well, I'm not we in had that this camp is, yet. Yeah, I'm so, not, I'm so not so there actually, yet either. Right. We actually had that to believe or not to believe on Tuesday was was this exact conversation. Um and 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 Shout I've out to I've podcast 103. I've been uh, well. This is 103. 102. Um, 102. <laughs> I've been on that side. You guys were still weary on it. I think you're going to get swayed a little bit. In this yeah. Game. It's just I I don't think the sustainable the sustainability is there for two out of three catches to both go for touchdowns. I think that I, was just last week. Though. Yeah. The exactly. week before that, it was much different. Six targets. Where do you put Kirk if Hawkins is out? I put him we, in my lineup, but <laughs> okay. But yeah. you have to take somebody out. No and that, and that's kind of, that's kind of where I'm sitting there saying, if, are we saying that Kirk could be a top twenty wide receiver with Hawkins out? Uh, no, I don't think top twenty. No, I no. think he's a wide receiver three with Hawkins on or off the field. Okay. So my my comment was more to the to the effect of if you have Hopkins, you might actually be able to pick up Christian Kirk right now. Like there's a he could be if you're worried person. about him playing. I'm actually trying to look up his ownership percentage right now. But if you if you have Hopkins and you're questionable about him playing and he's he goes out and he tests out the ankle in pregame, and then he decides he's going to sit. You could go grab Christian Kirk or Larry Fitz, and then you're in for a day. 51. Because 51% ownership? Or 55% start, I have. 51% ownership. Oh. Wow. How does how does 55 work? We have drastically different numbers, because in Sleeper, I've got him at a 98% roster. Yahoo has him at 51 and 26 Let's use Yahoo because it fits my narrative better. <laughs> I think, <laughs> Let me show you how stats work, people. <laughs> I think th- I think there's a lot more um, Dynasty. Dynasty yeah, yeah, uh, on Sleeper. Um, but, but either way, right? So if, if Hopkins doesn't go, I want – if I have him, I want a backup that can sub in in this game. So I'm going to either grab uh, Kirk at 55 and Larry Fitz, who I guarantee is way lower than that, because you're still playing the friggin' Seahawks, who have done nothing on defense to stop anybody. Right. And in in the reason I wanted to circle around this for a bit was Kirk is likely somebody that people have gone after. And with no Hopkins in Seattle not proving they can stop anybody yet, it could be a Kirk blow up game. Um, but let's move over to uh the backfield real quick. Kenny Drake start, Kyler fine, tight end, who cares? On Seattle side, I mean it's your usual suspects. It's Lockett. Metcalf, Carson, Wilson, Wilson, Carson. Can I say how happy I am? Antonio Brown did not go to the Seahawks. Right? Go ruin a different team. That's because Josh Gordon's coming back from suspension. And then uh, I can laugh in Dickie's face and then trade him for more than what I got him for. Which is the only reason that <laughs> I took Josh guy Gordon. Good guy you got. But, back to Dickie. But Dickie, exactly. Dickie listens to the podcast. He's never going to do that now. Uh, he will. Don't worry. I'll give him a fanny pack too. Um, <laughs> deal. Give yourself a goddamn deal. Um, last matchup: Bears Rams, forty-five and a half over under. Rams favored by six. The worst five and one team in the league. Yeah, yeah. this is disgusting. I said I think five of, and I think, one. Four I think of all time. I didn't do any, any fact checking on that, but it's gross. They shouldn't be five and one. No, 
as I, evidenced by the Rams being six point favorites. Is this the Monday night game? This yeah. is the Monday night uh, game. Like this should have been a Thursday night game. You want to do our podcast on Monday? <laughs> mm. I don't want to watch. We'll have a free slot. <laughs> um Robert Woods missed practice on Friday, which is a big deal. Um, he was a sit of mine, and I, I wonder if I have to go on and change it now. But he misses practice on Friday, and it's a big deal because Josh Reynolds just had a nice week, and they've been waiting for Van Jefferson to come in. So if all of this takes place and Robert Woods is out, now it gives an opportunity to another wide receiver, do we feel like Cooper Cup's an automatic start? I mean, Cooper Cup has been flirting with wide receiver three territory for the entire season. So you cannot tell me he's an automatic lock in lineups. I know it's hard benching him, but it's also suspect to start him. So I had the same conversation with myself uh, this week, and Cooper Cup has had two back-to-back bad weeks. But if you go back before that, he had 15. So I'll just give you everything. He had 2.6 and then 9.1. Neither of those are good, what you expect from him. But then he had 15.2, 21.2 the weeks before that. And we saw him do this this uh, last year. He just disappeared for stretches at a time and then would come back and have huge games. So if that's just how he's going to be, I'm just going to keep him in my lineup because he's he's due eventually. And if Woods is out, even better. But I feel you. I mean, Cooper Cup is – I'm losing faith, man. You can't be doing this to me. It's getting it's getting tough. I'll put yeah. him in my quit playing games with my heart next week. <laughs> I put this – Backfield and quit playing games with my fart, my heart, your fart, fart. My, fart. <laughs> my fart. Mine is mine as well. Um, uh, you're talking about the Rams. The backfield. Rams running back. Now, what did Henderson do last week, though? Like what he did last week, does that give you any more confidence that Henderson's the guy moving forward? And then, I don't know. I don't like. I can't figure it out. Like, yes, okay, Henderson had another good week, but I still have in the back of my head at any moment, Akers could take it over. Yeah, I get a, I mean, a slight bump of confidence for Henderson, but I don't. I'm more confident. Henderson it's not this even week about the running week. back; it's about Sean McVay, and I don't trust him. That sn- right. sneaky snake in the grass. I mean, Malcolm Brown could come out and be the starter for all we know. Yeah, you see a lot of Malcolm Brown, um, and they did come out and say that they like Malcolm Brown on passing downs because of his, his pass blocking. So, um, Scotty, just Mister Quiet over there. How do you feel about this backfield? Um, it's Henderson. Yeah. I think all I day until Akers shows me. I mean, he had one, one play. That's it. One I just play. think it's, it's also tough this week too playing the bears. Um, yeah, but Akers has got to be on the field more than 1% to if give he, me any confidence, I'll, even putting him on a roster. Tell you what, if Akers, if there's a repeat of that with Akers, then full go again to Henderson. Cause at one point in the season, I was full go on Henderson. Um, but if, yeah, if they've just benched or shelved acres for something that he did in either practice or whatever, um, then we don't have to worry about him anymore. And then on the, uh, the, the bear side of the ball, I'm actually sitting Allen Robinson this week against the, uh, the Rams in one of my lineups. And I, I mean, I wouldn't recommend you do it. You probably drafted him to be on the field every single week. I just don't know that he gets it done against the Rams. And I had, I mean, this is the team I struggle with every week, right? It's Allen Robinson, Devontae Parker, uh, Chris Godwin, and Robbie Anderson with three wide receivers and a flex spot. I just can't. I can't do it. I can't put A-Rob in against the the old Jalen Ramsey Ramsey and uh, the Rams defense. And Nick Foles throwing to him. Well, Nick Foles is the – that would be the biggest thing uh, for me. Um, 
Darnell Mooney's gotten some shots. I mean, we really don't have mm-hmm. to talk about him. He loves Darnell Jimmy. Mooney. Jimmy Graham's looked decent. I think he's a set of mine this week. I hate Monty. Like, hate, hate Monty. But hate you're him. playing him. But you have to start him. Uh, so that is our week seven wrap up. And then after week seven, we are halfway through the fantasy football season. Whoa. And yeah. Scotty and I are scratching and clawing to get out of the basement in one of our leagues. I'm trying my hardest, man. <laughs> I'm, put, I'm putting up points every week, and I can't, I can't sneak out of there. And then over in Dynasty, you and me are happily sitting down at the bottom, not scrapping to get out. I might win this week. I know. I'm playing Perk. I'm definitely going to win. Especially <laughs> if DeAndre Hopkins is out. I am playing both Fitz and Kirk. Ooh. Who are you playing? Um, I'm playing Chibs. Jim Mersh. Gotcha. And uh Jared Jones and, and uh uh Carson Wentz and Greg Ward actually had had decent days. So yep. I will be happy to get my first win and hopefully score over a hundred points because I have not done that yet. Um and before everybody loses faith in me, this league is one of the most competitive leagues. Oh, four, <laughs> 14 oh, yeah. teams, 23-man rosters. This yeah. Is, yeah, this is also the second year of a dynasty, so a lot of people that have played dynasty know before that they're in the, in the startup stage, there are teams that go in two opposite directions, and they try and build for the – some build for the future, some win for now. Um, my before, name's on the trophy, and hopefully again. <laughs> before we end it, it. It won't be. So Mango, I'm undefeated right now. I'm giving a shout out to Mango on a trade offer he sent me. So I drafted Jonathan Taylor and CD. Right, pick one and pick four. Oh, don't do it to him. Mango, the three firsts. <laughs> yeah, like, I got. Dude, I, got, I just drafted these. Guys. I got. I got that question today. The three firsts for Josh Jacobs, and I'm like, okay. First off, wait, three firsts. So, so they're all back end. They're 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 yours and his, and so they're all like the end of the first round. So he's trying to you know bolster his team, try and make a run. I give him all the credit in the world, but I'm undefeated. I'm not going to give you my best player, regardless if it's you know uh, you know maybe if it was a top four pick and I, and I felt like maybe things were not going in the right area. Uh, but I'm undefeated. I have one of those. But I'm 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 un, I'm undefeated and I'm 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 going for another championship. So there's no reason for me to give up my it's best. It's weird player that right he's now. giving you guys three firsts when he offered me IR Zach Ertz and a third rounder for George Kittle. <laughs> <laughs> I I just wanted to give him a little jab because he asked me a couple. I was like, Mango, consider this a no, a blanket no. Whenever you ask about a rookie, it's a no. Just put the embargo on. Before you put JT or CD in your in your text bar, yes, just delete it immediately. He's going so. after the wrong trade. So like um, you're you're in rebuild. So he wants to take your player. You just got it's just yeah. It's just it's that just funny. No and I I just taking a little shot at him. Uh, we love you, Mango. Eh. We are top shelf fantasy. We're an hour and fifteen minutes. I mean this is this is gonna oh, be wow. a good this is gonna be a good listen. I think. Um, next week the Brotel's angry with me right now. Brotel can brotel themselves. <laughs> um, okay, and then next week, obviously, we'll be back on. We have two uh, beginning of the week, one at the end of the week. Promo code new shelfie. New shelf. N E W S H E L F Y. Top shelf fantasy. Stay fluid. Stay loose. Thank you.